another exciting episode of A Legion on Zoom. What's going on, everybody? And welcome to another episode of The Legion on Zoom. This being a very special episode because it is our second Countum fucking two season finale. A more refined person would say it's our season finale part. Yeah. And on that note, this is Chess. Yes. Glad you brought that up, Chess. And this is Miguel. We're excited to bring our completely arbitrary, just came up with a few, like a few hours ago, season finale for season two. And then we'll be coming back full force, uh, I believe, with different kinds of uh, numbering. Is that correct, fellow LOC or Rod? Yeah, and this is Rod. So I think it's fitting because we're going to review the season finale of the first season of Loki uh, for all time, always. So beautiful. So yeah, and it's completely arbitrary, but we're thinking about going to just legacy numbering, right? At this point, the seasons thing is just completely random. You guys keep saying it's arbitrary, but I'm going to go out there and say that by the time we're in like our 700th episode, fans are going to be like, yo, yeah, like, when did you hop on the LOZ train? Now, nah, it wasn't like the 300s. So you guys could keep talking shit. But when we're down the line, this is actually going to be very necessary. Just putting that yes. out there. <laughs> by the time we're in like episode 1000, you guys are going to look back and like, hey, remembers when you guys thought that that shit was arbitrary? Now, look. but yeah fucking for all time we're gonna get into that can't wait fucking huge revelation at the end but first just a big announcement i actually finished titan season one (laughs) finally fucking took me forever (laughs) took me forever Uh, i fucking loved it um do you guys want my thoughts or should we wait till we zoom in and out of the trailer up to you guys should i indulge your brains or right because for the fans out there right because the titans official season three trailer just came out we we reviewed a teaser before but now we have the full uh trailer uh for this next season which i honestly haven't seen yet and so we're ready to discuss that i don't know rob what do you want do you want to hear his thoughts now or after Hmm, i say we activate the zoom tube i can respect that though all right fans we're going to go watch this trailer as usual. We'll be right back. Fuck. Woo. Shit. My usual fucking expletive of curse words from shock. That has to do with the tube and usually just because of the awesomeness that we see when we go in the tube. That was a movie trailer. That wasn't even a trailer for a season shit like yo I, I have hopes again for titans like seriously this this trailer looked better than all of season two <laughs> <laughs> which thanks to miguel hating season two so much and prophesizing it ad nauseum i get to enter that shit with a very low bar of expectations so i'm gonna have so much fun watching that shit and yo that Superboy. Even though he's just like a like he's just like a generic buff like midwestern white dude on the low, but it's like <laughs> it's so comic book accurate. It's like straight out of Young Justice. It's Hell straight yes. like fuck it that damn yo props. And I'm so glad that Starfire got rid of the fucking fur coat. <laughs> yeah, I think she gets rid of that in season two, right? Yeah, season yeah. one. I was oh, hoping it didn't one? come back. Right. Okay. Yeah, I was hoping it didn't come back, but thanks for letting me know. 
<laughs> yeah, it stays gone. Yeah. Rod, what, what did you think of this trailer? There's a lot going on. I mean, so much. They, they're hitting, well, they're going at the usual pace, right? Because we got Robin season one, Nightwing season two. We got Jason Todd season, season two. Then now we're getting him oh, as yeah. Red Hood in season three. And now we're getting Tim Drake. So they're kind of like it's one season. Fuck. So by next season, <laughs> Tim Drake should be Robin. Red Robin, like straight up. Right. <laughs> Red, <a> skip. Robin. <laughs> and speaking especially, of Nightwing. Well, one more thing, especially because uh, his character is supposed to bring Bruce Wayne back out of darkness. And as we can see, some fuckery goes on in this trailer where maybe Bruce has to kill the Joker or some shit. I don't know. Fuck. He quits. Well, I, yeah, I don't know about if him killing the Joker, right? We we don't may, maybe, right? Because is it wasn't that like the Dream World? Uh, uh, Dick Grayson was in, which I think that's season two, actually. That the because right because season one, that's the, the end of season one. The end of mm-hmm. season one. Yeah, so we we don't know. But I don't think so. I think from what from the trailer, it seems that that, that he quits. Which I'm gonna say it not very batman like i don't know you know like for him to just straight up quit like i i might i need to remember if that happened in the comic books um you know but not really i don't think so but but it makes sense as long as hopefully they tell the story well and hopefully they, they introduce tim drake in a, in a cool way brings him back it'd be cool to see uh sir jorah as as batman you know in the actual suit maybe at the end of the season and then we get proper robin uh, Tim Drake in the next season. But fuck, Red Hood looked dope. He fucking, I got some like Punisher vibes. And even he was there fucking taking care of whoever were the fucking mob people that he, uh, it, it, I liked it. I like, I think it looks fucking good. And he had a different kind of voice too. Dude, like as much as like, when I first saw this version of Jason Todd, I'm like, who's this male model Zoolander-ass kid with, like, the exaggerated hair and facial features and shit? <laughs> but then when I saw, like, how savage he could be, I was like, whoa. When he did, like, the back-breaking shit with the, with the knees, good God, that was some dark shit. And then seeing where he's going, I have really high hope. Like, this show's starting to almost be rated R. And speaking of Nightwing, Rod, I see that you also got your hands on some similar Wayne tech. Uh, right, right. I'm wearing some legit gym gear right here. Chaz, you got to remind me the name of the company. But this I is believe- the Grayson uh, workout, like, long sleeve t-shirt. So Fact. shout out. I believe they're called the Super X Apparel because I'm rocking the Stuart hoodie, which I'm a Green Lantern stand almost, I guess, to quarter pal day spring um but yeah i've always wanted to look like a green lantern go check us out on youtube i'm basically on oa this is the closest i've ever come to cosplaying (laughs) because i'm so lazy and this is basically what i would look like as a green lantern so go check that shit out shout out to super x apparel i've always wanted some of your shit and i finally got it rod too we look awesome in it you guys are awesome and good job on making non licensed shit at such high quality it works <laughs> yeah I thought, it would make a good, I thought it would make a good cosplay shirt so that's why i got it like i don't know it's a bit loud for the gym but <laughs> it's like it's pretty nah, dope bro. like it's better than your night order it's probably better than what you order from like ebay or something like a nightwing cosplay don't order your costumes people just try and put them together it's much more and fulfilling I, and i don't think it's too loud for the gym because you're nightwing and he goes to blink and trains Damn. <laughs> in the heights <laughs> <laughs> fuck yeah but yeah dude um yeah 
big shout out to Super X Apparel. We love you guys shit. You guys are awesome. But fucking, and hopefully, who knows? What if in Titans, we might get like a, a glimpse of Green Lantern some way, somehow. You never know. They could throw in like one of the big wigs. Like, you know what I mean? We've never gotten any Green Lantern. So it would seem like maybe the Titans to be working with a Lantern. That'd be pretty dope. That'd be pretty dope, depending on seeing how how these universes connect, right? Because like they HBO Max is making a Green Lantern show, right? Which is like look at that, like Green Lantern Corps show or something. It's supposed to be Green Lanterns from different eras. Remember Guy Gardner is going to be on, on in it, Alan Scott, and I don't remember who else. Uh, and because one thing I do I do want to say because it, it it might be a possibility. Is at least looking from the trailer, I feel like I could tell because this is the first time they're on HBO Max, right from the get go, right? Because before yeah. season one and two. We're on the DC Universe app. And so now it's on. So I feel like it's got that HBO money, that HBO quality. It looked I looked better, man. My only concern is like what happened in season two, which, you know, you've heard me talk about this, just not spoiler, is that there was too many stories at once. And, and, and I worry because, look, just give me the Jason, Jason Todd shit like that's fucking cool enough. But they had that whole backstory with Starfire and her, and what's her sister's name? Black Star or mm-hmm. Blackfire? Blackfire. Yeah, like, I hope that doesn't... Because honestly, even through season two, the little bit we got of that story, I was like, I don't care. Like, yeah. <laughs> like it's not really that... Well, like, why do I care? Like, I just, like how was this relevant to, like... Because we had Deathstroke, and fuck, that's epic. I'm like, give me more Deathstroke. And, like, <laughs> and they introduced a Superboy. I'm like, that's cool. But still, even that, even the story, Superboy story was a little bit, meh, it's all right. Dude, and to be honest, um, I even kind of felt like that about what's her name, Blackstar, during the actual Teen Titan cartoons. Like, whenever they bring her up, I'm like, I'm not a fan of the Starfire-oriented, like, well, not the Starfire-oriented episodes. I don't care about Coriander. <laughs> like, I don't, like, I don't care about the hate. spice. I don't care about her planet. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> Like, Look, all I want then is to focus on that story and like give me that story well. But come on, like you're introducing Red Hood, like a fucking or, fan favorite, and they're going to they're introducing us also to Scarecrow, which seems like in a pretty epic way, like how they're using Scarecrow to help solve, I guess, these crimes that Red Hood is committing. Like I am intrigued as fuck, and we got Oracle as fucking Commissioner Gordon, like. Who, why do I care about Starfire and her home planet and yeah. all that stuff? Like, See, she's a, that's, she's a princess, that's why like, the show is kind of busy, right? Because they're trying to yeah. do two things. They're trying to yeah. appease the Gotham fans because let's keep it real. This is why we're watching. Because yes! everything we just mentioned, Red Hood, Oracle, Scarecrow, that's basically another Gotham show. But they kind of got to stay true to the Teen Titans lore part of it too. Which it, is, it doesn't, I don't know, it's not as as entertaining like you said, but you don't have the Titans if you don't have like Starfire, Raven, their stories. Unfortunately, oh, no, no, no. That- they don't have they don't have Cyborg on this team because uh well they haven't met him in this universe yet. But yeah, or- these are like the, these are like the Well they the, did, um, right? In season one. No, they had that episode with the Doom Patrol. Wait, Cyborg-, Cyborg wasn't in that one though. Really? It was Robot Man, so. wasn't it? I don't I remember thought, Cyborg thought, being I in that episode. I thought Cyborg was in that. I don't know. I thought he premiered with uh, Doom Patrol. But anyway. Oh, you're a good, that's a good point. That's a good point. You're right. Yeah, yeah but um, I'm, I'm stoked about all the Gotham shit. Now go ahead. Yeah. But that's the thing. I'm interested in every other Titans backstory except Starfire. Like, give me all the Raven. Give me all the Garth. Give me all of that shit. 
or I don't do- care about Starfire's background. <laughs> or the my only problem is, or or do it in a way that's connected to the story. Yeah. Imagine season one; it was Dick Grayson's and Raven's story. No, like it's it, and it's how they connected, and it brought back the Teen Titans, and and so that was cool. No, and it even and even Donna Troy's story in in the second season kind of connects to the larger story in in a more way. But like even Starfire's story was more like. Okay, <laughs> like you just kind of have to explain it there. Hey, but you make a good point also because I'm wondering back in the day in the comic books, I'm also thinking though, originally, come on, let's be real. I'm sure people went to read Teen Titans because it had Robin and because it had Kid Flash. You yeah, know, like OG. those were exactly the people were like, well, Robin and Flash, fuck yes, I'm going to read this shit. And then over time, probably they're like all into the all the other members. Yeah, Mark oh, yeah. Wolfman and George Perez. Yeah, they came out. I think after their X-Men run, they came out with their Teen Titans run and they introduced these new characters, which were, you know, the famous ones, Raven, Cyborg, uh, Starfire and Beast Boy. No, no, wait, no. Beast Boy was like in Doom Patrol or some shit. He's, he was like made before that. I don't know. Not sure. I'm a fan. I'm a big fan of the kid that plays Beast Boy. I enjoy his acting a lot. Where? And dude, fucking Donna Troy in season one blew my mind. Also, the whole hawk and dove storyline, like you see, for example, okay, that shit oh, is yeah, completely yeah. disconnected from the show, yeah, but it's so well engaging. Yo, I love that episode. You see what I'm saying? Like, fuck, like both episodes with them. And mind you, it was only two episodes and their story, once again, completely disconnected, just like Starfire, but their shit was so deep. It was wild. That shit was great. And to be honest, I'm... Like, I'm a bit surprised I'm seeing Hank in season three because I didn't see him going that far. <laughs> like, so this dude's an alcoholic. He's fucked up. Like, you know what I'm saying? And it's not his fault. Like, yo, the, like, the fucking vigilante game is crazy. I thought he was going to die. <laughs> no, more, and that's a good point. Also, I don't know. Maybe it would help because you're right. At least in season one, their story was c- contained within, like, one, two episodes. And then that was it. No, and... And, and, and I think I felt for Starfire, at least you'll notice in season two when you get into it, it's it's kind of all throughout a little bit here and there. But there was just too much shit fucking going on overall. <laughs> l- l- let's just hope season three, you know, at least because you're right. Season one had other stuff going on, too, not just Raven and Dick. Um, but I, I'm hoping season fucking three goes back to the first the way the first season. And and you're right, fucking. I love Donna Troy personally. Fucking have a huge crush crush on her. Fucking Connor Leslie, an amazing actress. You are beautiful. Word. <laughs> I love watching the show for you too. Yeah, yo, her, her her acting was wavy. I would have appreciated if they explained her origin a little bit better because, like, she has superpowers. So is she part Amazon? Is she a Meta? They were they were like they just mentioned season two. Oh, they explain all that shit. Some of it they get into it. Okay. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. All right, cool. All right, but Chess, now I'm curious. So what did you think of season one? You finally found Yeah, that's what I want to know. Rate it. What would you rate it? <laughs> oh, no, it took me, like, it took me forever to finish. So I digested that shit mad slowly. That shit gets, like, a solid 8.5. Nice. Like, I don't give it a 9 because, um... Trigon. No, 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 no. Wait, no, wait, no. wait. No, but remember, Trigon, basically, yeah, 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 yeah. season two yeah. starts with the season finale. All right. yeah. I'll put it like this because it's very specific. This is that's was just point five of a point. I enjoy the actress that plays Starfire. She does an amazing job. 
Her mannerisms and body language annoy the shit out of me. I'm sensing a trend. I know, dude. What's going on, man? No, 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 no. Like, it distracts The only black character on the show? Okay, damn. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's... That's the exactly. fans were upset about this. You know, the vocal. Minority. No, 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 no. Once That's... I know, once again, keep her at Starfire. All of it. Like, I'm with it. Her body language. <laughs> Are you with it? Though? Are you with it? <laughs> it doesn't sound like it. Oh, you mean the same way that you were, like, not so with, like, the new Batwoman? Kind of like after you saw it, like yeah, I saw it. She was terrible. She was. You a see, terrible, that's what I'm saying. Girl. And she's not a terrible Starfire. It's just her nuances. <laughs> I can like, uh, like it takes me out of it. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like she's trying to redo the entire character. You know what I'm saying? Like no, be Starfire. There's mad precedent. Oh set. yeah, yeah. That's, I can yeah, see exactly, that. Exactly. You see what she, I'm she's saying? Not, like, she's definitely right. not like the comic book version. No, For, no. Uh, yeah, the comic book version is like Earth is very foreign to her. So she's always trying to understand what's happening in every exactly. situation. Whereas this Starfire is, is more like a femme fatale. She yes. re- Which, she actually is a, like a she she sent. Wait, I don't know if this is season two spoilers. No, no, season one. Season one. Yeah, she so, was sent to kill Raven and shit. Right? Yeah, Raven's like a Phoenix type threat or whatever. Because she's gonna yeah, yeah, yeah. Trigon and Starfire's supposed to stop her or some bullshit like that. Yeah, and I went all that. I that's, like yeah, that's what I'm saying. But she's she's Starfire in name only. That's a very good point. Exactly. Word. Like in powers, right, too, but not she's not acting at all like the at character all. that we've seen like, in the comics in in uh in like in the movie in animated movies in, in the in the t titans go you know cartoon and that kind of stuff it's not really starfire and then remember and then remember when trigon takes over um dick grayson's mind she's still in that fantasy I like the way that she was playing that version of starfire was she still starfire or that police officer whatever because remember that he um Dick is still interacting with her, but her yeah. as quote unquote Starfire, the way she acts out the character, no, like it's whack. See, when I fleshed it out, motherfuckers agree. Fuck both. No, nah, I don't agree. I'm just like, <laughs> I understand yeah, you your agree. point. But but we don't want to cancel you now, though. We get it. We we know what you mean. It's not you're not being racist. <laughs> and, and, and this and this this is, time, <laughs> this is what Rogan means by you know being able to stretch things out. <laughs> so we don't Sounds get to get dirty. hot. So Ooh. we don't get hot. Are you trying to stretch it out? Yeah, fact, I, I, have to, I have to engorge my point. Oh, all right. And anyway, so with that, uh, when when does Titan season three come out? This is gonna be August twelfth. Uh, fact check me on this. A day after Marvel's What If. Oh, yeah. So all right, Chess. You, you didn't want to a... go head to head. They're like, nah, nah, let's do the day after, bros. Well, if... They're like, come on, let's not, let's not be dumb. Let's not be stupid. Uh, Chess, so you got like what, like three weeks, basically four weeks to finish season two because we all have to watch season two together, yeah, basically. Yeah. Bro, that's light work. I, I didn't get into Game of Thrones <laughs> until the first episode of season eight. Jesus. Let that sink Christ. in. Let that shit, like, let that marinate in your Dan, So you weren't into it bit. that whole time? No, no, no. I just I just didn't want to watch stoically. Yeah, I just didn't. I just didn't want to get into this. (laughs) No, no, no. I just just didn't want to get HBO. Right. So then when season eight came out, that's when I got HBO. And then I binge watched all of that shit in one shot. Oh, yeah. I see what what I'm saying. Like, fuck that. Yeah. All right. Well, fuck it. Canceled on him like that. Wrong. All right. (laughs) Now. Now we're back. Now we're back. Thanks to HBO Max. Shit. 
one more point. I, I, I was just thinking about this. What if HBO saw the success of the CW Arrowverse and they're just doing a like a juiced up version on HBO Max? That's what you I know. Think what I mean it is that's the like the Green Lantern show is going to be their Flash show. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, oh like yeah. The, the seeds were planted with the DC Universe app. The, the now gone DC Universe app because they had their show Swamp Thing, Doom Patrol, and and Titans. Titans. So now that they and adopted Stargirl. children, yeah, and Star Girl now, and uh, HBO Max adopted them essentially, right? But their original shows are going to be that Oa show, right? Uh, other ones we've spoken about. The and there's an animated one, um, right? Well, there's the Batman animated new one, and there's Batman a Superman animated, animated one. one as well, Batgirl. exactly. Yeah, and, and there's gonna the be the PD show, right? Yeah. Right, with the, when we talked a lot, yep. a lot of, you know, inspiration for our first book club, exactly. And they're also getting a Peacemaker show, remember, with Cena and with James Gunn, too. So, nice. so they're building See? it, man. Hell yes, and I'm, I'm all fucking for it, man. I'm really glad because Titans, you know, regardless how much if I, you know, dislike season two, I still enjoyed it you know and it was so fun to watch and 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 doom patrol's fucking uh it's an amazing show i really love the that show's fucking cool and now knowing that hbo max is gonna put some money into it too like i don't know i'm, I'm expecting fucking finally dc's gonna be really stepping up with their shows and not just in the in the corny cheesy way in the arrowverse which are which are good but you know they're their own their own way dude uh, jesus like just fucking thinking about that gives me like a little bit of goosebumps because imagine the scope of the crossovers in the HBO Max verse. Imagine like a Titan Green Lantern Gotham PD crossover. Like, fuck. That, that's, with it. that's highly unlikely, though, only because the, Don't my dreams. <laughs> the Gotham, the Gotham show is tied to the Batman, Robert Pattinson, right? Whereas t- the I Titans, think, yeah. Nightwing will not, he, he won't be part of that lore. They're going to flesh out like a whole other Dick Grayson if they do as part of the Robert Pattinson universe. Because they, how would they like reconcile that? That'll be weird. Loki, like, super DC nerd shit. DC could use one character to justify all that shit. Zoom. And correct me if I'm wrong. Nope. Well, maybe if they introduce Pariah, the crisis guy. Yep. If they introduce Pariah, <laughs> who literally hops in between the multiverse, boom, they could actually justify that shit. And, and do Listen you want DC. do you want Tom Cavanaugh Pariah from fucking the Flash Arrowverse world? Because that'd yeah, be kind of cool. Then connect. Yeah, see, right shit. there, right there. Look at that. Look at that. Boom, right there. Te- perfect. Technically, remember we did see the Titans universe get destroyed in Crisis uh, uh, at the beginning, and then they got you know brought back thanks to fucking. Stephen Amell Arrow becoming Spectre and fucking Flash and his team of the Paragons, whatever it was. Damn, these Arrowverse shows, thanks to them, (laughs) we're getting a Titan season three. (laughs) Look at that shit, dude. And yo, I completely fucking forgot that Tom Cavanaugh had played Pariah. Yo, shout out to Tom Cavanaugh. Yo, before I saw him on Flash, the last time I saw that dude was in Scrubs playing JD's older brother. Oh, yeah. I remember that episode. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was in a few apps. That's that's the last time I fucking. And then I'm like, wait, is that the dude from Scrubs? Holy shit! But I appreciated his acting on that show. That shit was fucking awesome. Deep cut on the look. Hell yes! All right, well, we got our fucking season three fucking review for fucking uh, 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 trader. Now I think we gotta dive in to the epic that everyone's been fucking waiting. They've been on the edge of their seats to hear what the LOC thinks of the Loki 
season fucking finale. Ah, Rod has thoughts. <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> yeah. I just, just want to... Right, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I just want to further this by saying that if we were to have been in a casino betting on Mephesto, we would have lost our homes, our wives, <laughs> our jobs, <laughs> our savings. And three shows in still, Mephesto, fuck. <laughs> Mephesto's an armor ward. I'm going, fuck. I still feel maybe, maybe we'll get we'll get Mephisto down the road. At some point, for sure, right? He has to. At, oh, at this course, point, yeah, like, almost every character is going to appear at some point. And, no, and that is too juicy of a tool to not use story-wise. That's insane. But, yeah, so it's like it's almost guaranteed that he's going to be inserted somewhere eventually. So, it's <laughs> like, we're not totally wrong in the biggest picture, <laughs> technically. But yeah, let's dive into this review of Loki episode six, the finale for all time, comma, always. This review is brought to you by the drink of the week on a Monday. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. One hell of a Monday, too. Like sometimes you, you want to end the fucking first work day well. And also to end season two of the LOC, we're going with a fan favorite. By fan favorite being me, my, my favorite. Wait, was we're all, I need to probably refill in a second. We got Basil Hayden's fucking dark rye whiskey. I'm telling you, this has been like so far still my favorite whiskey. I keep buying different whiskeys. This is the one that we're ending season two with. Basil Hayden's, we love you. I know you don't love us back, but I love nice. you. And, and, and I jo- enjoyed this while watching Loki fucking season finale. Let's get into it. Facts. And if any fans want to reach out with us concerned regarding Miguel's drinking, please feel free to comment on our Drink of the Week post. And also feel free to reach out to us at legiononzoom at gmail.com. We will yes. make sure he gets all your messages. With all your concerns, if you have recommendations for better whiskey, feel free to all email them at us. <laughs> yeah. Please and do not send pictures of your genitals to... Facts. Legion on Zoom at gmail.com. Those will be forwarded to Rod immediately. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, it's the finale of season one of Loki because fuck, it's getting a season two. Yeah. So th- th- that in and of itself, I have thoughts, I have my, comments, I have questions. Blowing. But obviously, before we begin, just to let everybody know, if you haven't seen season finale of Loki, what the fuck? It was, obviously, you've all seen it. Uh, okay. But obviously, spoiler, spoiler alert. Here. alert. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Let's okay. get into it. Dude, fucking my mind was blown. You, Miguel, called that shit from deep and also threatened to write, which I thought about. I'm glad there was no chaos in the streets. It would have been a one man riot, just a drunken Mexican rampage. Against- <laughs> <laughs> Through the Bronx. Gang. Fucking shit up. <laughs> just Yo. yelling gang and cops confused. But, dude, we got gang. Word, because fans out there, you know, now that you're done with the series, there's no reason why not to reminisce with all the ways we went wrong and all the ways we went right. So go to our YouTube uh, and and check out, you know, all the, uh, you know, LOZ reviews for the the, the Loki show uh, for the season. And from early on, I was saying if Kang was not fucking introduced, I was going to riot because I couldn't deal with it again. Like after Mephisto, fuck. And also because it was fucking ridiculous. It was so all about time. Like, how do how would you ever, how are you going to wrap this up without it being king? You know, but thankfully, thankfully they did. Well, also, actually, technically, right, if we're getting technical, it's maybe not 
king, right? Or at least not the version king, the conqueror that we saw. It's a king. It's a, it's, yeah, well, it's a well, king. Well, it's Nathaniel Richards, right? That's the name of the, all right. So <laughs> before we get into it too deep, right? So for the fans, obviously the biggest thing, they made it to the fucking end of time and they met the person in charge of all of it, the TVA, everybody who was in charge. He we got the Heat Who Remains, played by Jonathan Mayers, who we know what cast as King, the Conqueror, who original birth given name is Nathaniel Richards. That's his name. And then he has all these different surnames as King the Conqueror, uh, uh, Immortus, and now He Who Remains as well. There was a great post about that up on our Instagram, if you guys want to go check it out, where it lists all of Kang's appearances. and Well, not all of them, but the most prominent versions in chronological order, I believe. (laughs) But yeah, also on a quick side note, his decor color scheme is gold. I did not know that I was in love with black and gold marble until I saw the inside of Chronopolis. That shit is to be envied. I, like I was feeling that color scheme, but also, did you guys notice that one of the statues was broken? Yeah, yeah, right. They didn't so, touch on that at all. Like they they walk in right, and we see three um, timekeeper statues, and then a fourth one who's a broken one. Not really sure. There's I have theories on what that means, but but not 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 hundred percent sure. I mean, cause I mean, damn, cause I've been swirling around that in my head a little bit. Could it have been just like a remnant of a battle? Like, because the timekeepers are fake. So it's like, why did he have statues of them? You know, like, that's odd. And I got a very shout out to the Wizard of Oz. Who wrote that shit? The, the author of the Wizard of Oz. Um, shout out to whoever wrote the Wizard of Oz. Because that the, the whole interaction with Kang was clearly pulled out from that. You know, like, follow the yellow brick road and... They see Richard Pryor. That's from the movie. Not the <laughs> <one>. <laughs> but um, I think that that was very inspired by that. I got a very Wizard of Oz meeting the wizard vibe, except that this dude is actually extremely powerful, unlike the wizard. Yes, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> to just show. I want to know Rod's thoughts because Rod. No, has I have questions because, OK, because Nathaniel Richards is what? Like a grandson to Reed Richards? All oh, right, shit. so it gets complicated, right? So I've been it. I've been doing my best to try to disentangle thing <laughs> online reading, but because apparently King's history is convoluted to begin with, like it is, and there's no real way. It's a lot of like kind of retconning and making things, figuring things out. So, so his real name is Nathaniel Richards. Apparently, in one version of of, rea- of reality or whatever, he is the descendant of um. Uh, of Reed Richards and also related to Doom what? as well. So it's like a Reed Richards Doom great 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 grandson or some shit like that. Unclear. Unclear. Okay. Also there's other speculations that people also say that it might be actually uh, uh Reed's father whose name is Nathaniel Richards who also is a time traveler right. himself. So but but apparently it's like me it's like in in versions of realities different earths you know that's the case but like the proper 616 king i don't think it's been officially like defined all we know that's his name you know (laughs) that's or at least one of them yeah because i thought i had a super hot take but apparently i do not 
<laughs> so Damn. I, no, my hot my my hot hot take was that this is uh, a Reed Richards that we're seeing that uh, Jonathan Majors is going to be Reed Richards. Oh, just, just because of the Jonathan Hickman run of Fantastic Four, where he meets his multiversal selves and some of them are evil. I think one of them even becomes like Immortus or something like that. I forget. It's it's really good run. One of the best um, of that I've read for Fantastic Four. But yeah, I figured that, you know, it, it just makes a lot of sense to just he is a read. And, you know, they had he had like this like consortium of other read Richards. Right. Like and that so like that's comic accurate, though. So I'm, I, I also kind of got a little bit misled by that because I didn't know. But you're right. Exactly. In the Jonathan Hickman run, we get Reed Richard creating the Council of Reeds. Right. Which is this epic group of Reed Richards across the fucking multiverse. Right. Oh, but shit. In, what? Yeah. What if that's what inspired the um, Council of Wells on the Flash show? Oh, maybe. Yeah, you're right. Wow. It might have from, come from that. But actually, even before that, Kang had a council of kings, actually, already. What the fuck? <laughs> so that's kind of what they were alluding to here. Like, they ha- he had the council of something kings. I don't remember what it was called. Yeah, word. And so, so they did do that, too. So regardless of it being, if they want to go that route and have him become Reed Richards, which I would kind of be down for. Uh, even if here not, first, people. Yo, shit. Hot, like, hot take. Regardless, this this Fuck. is gonna this is the closest we've gotten to the Fantastic Four. Like they they gotta they gotta do this, dude. Yeah, and I thought the pre- that's insane. Yeah, I I thought the premise of the of him as a villain. Well, he's not. He's kind of like not necessarily a villain in this version of himself. He's trying to maintain an order that benefits him, but he's not like an overlord. Like, well, uh, the TVA <laughs> are like enslaved <laughs> by him, but. But what, what I'm trying to say is that the because of the actions of the episode, apparently a true evil Kang may be unleashed, right? Because of the because of what the two Lokis end up doing. But yeah, so I thought it was just a great idea to make a villain who's protecting the universe from his multiversal selves. That's I know why, you're always talking bro. about the one, Chez. Yeah, kind of right. like this shit or something. But yeah, yeah, I think that's a really cool story. Like when he was narrating like his origin. Or what he wanted them to know about it, or whatever. I thought that shit was really cool, man. That shit was like the intro for the movie The One with Jet Li. Fans, don't watch the whole movie because it's kind of trash. But watch like the <laughs> first like five minutes where they explain the multiverse. It's so lit. Like that concept was very well done the way they did it story wise. And also, Rod, you kind of called it too, where there was like they had a moment where they were like in the Matrix. They walked in. They sat with the architect and he explains, but they didn't go that far. Like they didn't make it as verbose. <laughs> like they made it easier to digest. They had a PowerPoint presentation. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. It was, there were it two was doors. Nice. He's right. like, this door or that door. What do you want to do? Right. And yeah, then what's, what's, what, what I love about it all, too, is like even at the end, we don't know how much of it was true or not. Right. Because I did also get that feeling that he was still kind of lying at some points because even at one point he did say like he straight up said all right i fibbed like he that he was lying about like not knowing you know knowing everything right because he's like oh we passed the threshold now i don't know and i still feel he was maybe some things he's lying because right we don't know we don't really know why did he want to quit right he wanted he left it up right first of all he said the loki's were meant to get there right is that true or is that not right we don't we don't know right and it made it seem like he 
that's exactly what he wanted. And then he said, like, give them, giving them the choice to become the new Time Lord type things uh, or uh, uh, to just kill him and then do what see what happens. It's like, why would he want to quit? Right. We still don't know that. What, what What's his deal? I think it, it might have something to do with Rabona, uh, Renslayer, who's the judge who in the comic books, you know, he's like in love with and shit. So maybe he wants because also we saw uh, that that Miss Time thing, right? The little digital shit. Miss Minutes. Miss Minutes, exactly. Uh, uh, gave Rabona, Rabona, uh, the like uh, uh, some documents, and she's like, "This isn't what I needed." She's like, "But that's what we think you need. You know, oh, this will word. benefit you." And then yeah. she leaves. We don't know what Kang gave her or anything. So we're like, oh, "All right, all right. word." I hadn't even thought of that because remember, because then she left, and she was like, "Like, I'm gonna go find out some shit." And then, like. What if he knew that he was going to die? Like, I know at some point he didn't say, OK, I don't know what happens here. But he kind of like he extrapolated that he was going to get murdered. So he sent her on a path to find a way to end the multiversal war. If like knowing that it was going to happen, because I think so. It's kind of the fuck shit with time travel is like things can happen instantaneously because remember at the end of the episode they forget who even loki was and you already have a kang that took over the tva in the instant that he got back from the room so like what the fuck like that's insane it's like did things change that quick yeah yeah, that's the part that's for me. I'm also just confused and I love it, right? About how the multiverse, we saw the multiverse fucking come to life. Loki already stepped into one of it, uh, a Word. different earth, right? That's already Kang's running the TVA there. Proper Kang, Kang the Conqueror, right? Because the, 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 the outfit that we saw Jonathan Majors have at the end, He Who Remains, was very actually Immortus-like, which is the yeah. old... Technically, technically, as far as we can know, the versions of, of Kang that we know is like the youngest one becomes actually is like a hero. He was a member of Young Avengers, Iron Lad. So he had this Iron Man uh, cost, uh, uh, armor. And then after him, we have, uh, I think it's Rama Tut. I think he goes to the past and becomes fucking a pharaoh <laughs> and shit, which also I like. I'm glad that Jonathan Majors is the one because it makes more sense for someone to be black and rule in, in the past, like an ancient Egypt than a white uh, a person. But so oh, then, fuck. yeah, so then it makes sense historically. Like, so that's that's the, another one. Then there's the red, uh, the Scarlet Centurion, I think, who would be the next age chronologically, who's I don't remember. I don't know remember what his deal is. Then we get Kang the Conqueror. And then the last one is the oldest version of him is Immortus. Um, who in the comic books technically actually works with he who remains who he who remains was uh, basically designated by the by the timekeepers to protect like the time stream. And so he works with Immortus. So right now what they did in the comic book in the movie in the show, they mix them both together. Right. Yeah. Very a la, a la Sylvie, you know, with with Enchantress slash yeah. Loki, which I, I'm with it. Word, I'm kind of digging this new like tactic of like uh transfiguration or amalgamation of characters like where they just like mush them together but they have to be careful with what two characters they do it with so it works and you could tell they put a lot of thought into it like who could we cut or like not even who could we cut what character could we absorb into another one not even mix them because if you think about it it's more layered than that they're absorbing one character into another one 
which I'm enjoying that. And a quick shout out to Feige, because I remember where I saw on the Instawebs where it was like um, he just had a meeting with the whole production crew or whatever, or like all his generals of his army, so to speak, on all the rules for the multiverse. So they know that they're on like very thin ice yes. and any and any crazy fuck up could like send shit just catapulting into total anarchy. Make no sense. So they established a lot of hard rules that we're going to get to see. And now I think I'm understanding the grandeur of the Eternals movie. They broke time. Maybe that let the Eternals, you know what I mean? Like maybe that's why they're getting involved. Like, whoa. Right. And yes. we got a question whether or not like any of the upcoming movies take place in the same timeline? Like, like how deep is this going to go? Like, how soon will they be referenced in the other movies? Facts. Because remember, in the Eternals trailer, um, they showed them in different stages of time and shit. All right. So I'm going to blow your minds right now just because I'm, I'm fucking right now. After this, I went on my Marvel Unlimited app because I don't know Kang all that well. I know for a few a few things here and there. Most of the more contemporary shit that's been written but I'm like, yo, there's like mad history there because he, he he is one of the classic Avengers villain. He's not much of an, a Fantastic Four villain. He's more of an Avengers villain. Um, and I didn't really start reading Avengers until like the Bendis run. And so I'm reading now like on Marvel Limited. There's this story called Kang, Citizen Kang. <laughs> just kind of like <laughs> Citizen Kane, right? Like, nice. Just as good as the Orson Welles film. Uh, that heavily that includes the Eternals uh, uh, to some degree. Because it has members of the Avengers traveling through different points in time. And then they encountered the Eternals at those stages in history. Like they, they meant they, they, I just read this issue with Captain America meeting Gilgamesh, who's like the historical Gil Gilgamesh from like Mesopotamia, like back in those days, Damn. who is an Eternal, who, who, who he's in the movie. And so it's like, shit, like, I would love to see that shit. Like, how is that going to get involved? And, and like you're saying, exactly. Now the time's like the time has been broken. Like, that's why the Eternals are going to get involved. I don't I know. Like, bro, I just call Goosebumps again because it's like when they announced the Eternals movie, people were like, why the fuck are they making an Eternals movie? Even though it's epic and it's grandeur, we were like, OK, they're trying to mine for obscure characters. And that's awesome. Turn around when you look back on it. They're making an Eternals movie because they were going to break time at the end of Loki. Fuck. Fucking Feige. Damn. Also, the question comes to whether is it breaking time, right? Because remember, what was it? I think in the episode, the Lamentous episode, right? When they're about to like make out or whatever the, the, the is, is it incest? I don't know what it is. Maybe. Right. But like the two Lokis that they're like talking about, like they're having this beautiful moment before the doors open. Uh, Sylvie says something about like, like life wants to break free or something or wants chaos. And so it makes me feel like it's not that time was broken, it's that it got restored. Like the natural state of things is the multiverse, you know, not this constrained, sacred, quote unquote, timeline, right? Like, and so now things are freed to how they used to be, how they should be. Hopefully this brings fucking what's those big ass cosmic beings like fucking Damn, the, the ones that are above the Eternals, the yeah. Celestials. Well, no, Fuck. not Celestials. If, uh, I'm thinking above that. Like there's what? one being that like the Justice League. <laughs> Snyder. <laughs> he comes through the fucking multiverse. Damn. No, because there is like exists like uh, like 
eternity exists exactly that eternity who's an entity who includes all of the universes and within him Yo. and like stuff like that so it's like fuck like he was that- there's this awesome image actually we'll have it up here from al ewing's ultimates run where eternity is chained i don't remember by who it was and and it, it, so it might be i don't know like fuck it's gonna get complicated and crazy bro just a snippet eternity is chained that's some trivium level fucking English right there. Yo, shout out to trivium. Shout out to Matt Heafy. <laughs> anyway, but yo, like the scope of this shit is getting massive. Damn, yo, do you think that they would go that big? Because, okay, it's so like, all right, so for the fans, there is both in DC and Marvel, one tends to be a bit messier than the other. I'd say Marvel, but maybe they're getting it in order now. They have a cosmic order. So it's like, so above people like Thor and shit like that, who are technically gods with a small G, you have people like the Eternals, who then above that, you have people like the Celestials. Then above the Celestials, you would have like the the Living Tribunal. Then above the Living Tribunal, you would have like, elemental ancient concepts of existence like eternity itself yeah there's actually chaos and order death you're right exactly there's all these concepts abstracts of fucking that are personified in the marvel universe dude yo damn do you think they would go that far that's that gaiman-esque shit yes i hope so (laughs) and just to correct you too i wouldn't put eternals above thor and their god uh and like the arsgarian gods i think they're probably around the same yeah well, if anything, even I don't know, even Thor and Asgard would be bigger know. because Thor and all the Asgardians uh, reincarnate after Ragnarok. It's a thing they go through and they do come back and they don't really ever really fully die. The Eternals only do that thanks to celestial technology because they were created by the Celestials from a mix of old, you know, ancient you know, human, like, ah, I don't know, Neanderthal. Okay. I don't know. All right, so let's get super nerdy, though. Let's, because <laughs> there's layers to this shit. So I would say that the Eternals are above the Asgardians, but they're not above Odin because it's whoever possesses the Odin force. That's the All-Father. You know what I mean? Like, all right, all, the Asgard- all, right. all right. Wait, so you mean, like, the Eternals are above the typical Asgardian? Like, a random, like, you know, the barkeep. OD, OD. And to be honest, they would be above the court of gods, but not Odin. But not they would Thor, be a- though, because MCU Thor is like extremely powerful now after Ragnarok. But no, no, you see, the most powerful no, 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 but that's the, the thing. Not now, because now Thor has the Odin force, I would assume. He's that Odin. But the Eternals would be above Thor in Thor 1. I don't know about that. <laughs> we got to wait know. and see the movie. I don't know that much. I can't Hell debate yeah. this. Yeah, no, and I got to read. I read, uh, there was this one I think I mentioned before, which was, I think, written by Neil Gaiman. And you know, it was illustrated by John Romita Jr. in Eternals book. Fucking loved it. It was great. I would recommend it. And there's a current book right now, which I think is by Al Ewing, which I've been talking about him before. You, you, I also hope if you're watching this, you've been listening, going on our YouTube and going on our podcast, wherever you get your podcast, to check out our NCBD picks. Uh, and that's where I've been talking a lot about Al Ewing's current writings. Uh, and, and they, um, he's doing an, an Eternals book right now. I think it's him. I think, or it's Kieran Gillen. I don't know. It's, it's one of the British authors. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, but for right. us to figure out more about Eternals right now. But, dude, yes. Like, it's fucking nuts. Um, and by the way, 
I just thought about this shit and I'm just like, what? Like, I can't even really fucking process it. Like, it, okay, so before I get into that, so another thing I'm starting to notice in the like larger scope of like the narrative in the comment sections of the interwebs, oh, yo, a lot of fans are starting to process the end of Loki. And yo, the general sentiment is legit like, yo, this is a lot. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. like, it's awesome, but it's like, Wait, what? <laughs> like, what's happening? And for, like, how the fuck are they going to work the scrolls into all this shit? We completely forgot about that. Like, there's scrolls on Earth. Time is broken. Nick Fury's on the fucking moon. Like, yo, all that shit is like, wait, what? It's a lot. And it might not necessarily need to be connected with the scrolls. I don't know. Like, they, they might still I be mean, able to do, like, the regular, like, you know, like Moon Knight series is going to come out. She-Hulk. I don't think they're all going to have to do with all this. There's still the day-to-day lives that, that we want to see. Oh, yeah, but remember, but remember, though, those are individual heroes doing their thing. You know, you got She-Hulk doing her thing in court. You got Moon Knight being crazy, rich, and handsome. But then at the same time, it's like, but the scrolls are, like, everywhere, though. This is, this is an event. So, like, you know what I mean? Like... Secret Invasion wasn't like a, like, it was a thing. It was like its own crisis in a way. Imagine when Sylvie stabbed um, Immortus, it would have turned into a scroll. Oh, Fuck! Yeah. no, 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 But one thing about, back to the episode, one, I did love how it opened everything up. Um, Jonathan Majors, right? He yeah. did a fucking great job. And I still Reed. think he's Reed Richards. Oh. Uh, I'm calling it now. Um it didn't necessarily resolve things with the Loki show, like, but that's okay because we're getting a season two, hopefully not too that's far in I the think. future. But yeah, it just kind of had, I don't know, it kind of felt like a mid-season finale to me. But but again, this, of the three shows we've had so far, this is definitely the best of the three. What? Nah, I'm still, I'm still nah with it. Like, I loved all this, but I, I this is still the show I like the least out of the three. No, 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 no. From you, I, I like. I, okay, you know what? Let's do this then. Fucking. So let's rate the Disney Plus verse MCU thus far. So for me, it would go Falcon and Winter Soldier, Loki, WandaVision. Damn. Fuck. All right, Rod, get that Loki, uh, WandaVision, Falcon. Shit. I I would actually. I think I would go. WandaVision, Falcon, and Captain America in Winter Soldier, and then uh, Loki. Because my reason, because I you mentioned it right now, Rod, because honestly, I think what, 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 what did we love about the finale? What did we love about Loki? The potential, right? Like, what does this mean for the Marvel Universe? What are the next stories that it's going to tell? Not so much about what happened right now, like the story in it of itself from like a season from beginning to end. It was okay. Like, and so I'm mostly excited for what it's going to do. Right. Like, which is fine, but I still think it's weak. You know, like I would want to know, I would, you know, with all the other shows, even if they don't impact too much the universe, which we know they will. Right. But not, not as significantly as Kang for sure. I enjoyed from beginning to end like them by themselves, you know, like if, if we were to or, think they're individual movies, like a movie we saw, like Loki would have been more like, oh, oh, OK, like it just what's the next thing then? 
Like, it felt like was, all a major setup. It was all a setup, all preparing for the yeah. next stage of the MCU. Yeah, I mean, right. I saw it differently because I, I never was. I, we kind of knew Kang was coming, but I was never like, oh, my God, I got to see Kang. Like the whole Mephisto thing, like this one was like I anybody could have been on the other side of that door. It could have been another Loki. It could have been Nick Mobius, Fury. Nick Fury. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't think it had for me. It wasn't about like the big payoff at the end. It was about the story between Loki and his love, his undying love for himself. So yes. much so that he traverses the multiverse to find himself in female form to perhaps you know spend the rest of his life with himself yeah. you know but no but I, I like the love story and i love the aesthetics of the show yes and obviously tom hiddleston is the strongest lead we've had in well i'll, I'll take a, a step back because uh, elizabeth olsen was Come on now, as yeah. one but still man uh fucking tom hiddleston he's dude what about paul bettany bro but um, Elizabeth Olsen, come on! Like she was Tom, the best. Paul, Paul Bettany was kind of like, like Evan Peters too, as, as the as the boner guy. Wait, wait, wait. so wait, 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 wait. For a second. So you dub Paul Bettany and you bring up Ralph Boner, Evan Peters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love this character. Wow. Okay. And wait, wait, and I'm glad that. Correct me if I'm wrong. All three of our lists were completely different. Yes. And this Which is why is you viewers exactly. and listeners check out the LOZ. Some one of some we would love to actually know right now if you're watching it on YouTube right now. If you're seeing us on fucking Apple Podcasts, leave a comment. Leave a comment section. We would like to know your rating. How would you rate these three shows? We and then we will tally up to see who's the fucking <laughs> correct one of us three. Well, we're, so we're what do you guys rate maker. this episode? The finale. Ten. Ten. Oh. Oh. Damn. Ten. Fuck. Ten. <laughs> Fuck. Cause yo, the consequences, <laughs> the effects, the context, like mm-hmm. everything. Like, but like I felt watching this episode the same way I felt like when they did any big reveal that we were in the theater watching a movie and shit. Like, like when they were talking to Loki, like I felt like it was like the buildup when like Thanos was putting like the like the fucking stones in the gauntlet type shit. Like, like I felt anxious. No, fuck like 10 oh we're and the, the, actually this is on there's another i wanted to ask you guys do you guys think this is as big as that infamous uh after credit scene in avengers right where we see thanos right that we see loki you know like the the whoever was in charge you know talking Damn. to thanos like because now because for me it kind of feels like it right because this is is, is he going to set up to be the next big bad of the mcu i mean of course he has to be like like there's no way you could like underplay the importance of Kang. I think the fans would riot at that point if there's a big bad that's not Kang. Like after this whole introduction, who's it gonna be? Right. <laughs> what like, do you think, Rod? The Fantastic Four would be the next place. So whenever they get introduced, I, when does that come out? I already lost track there's, of the phases. There's no. There's no. They just said it's in the works. Like, but there's right. no. There's nothing. Yeah. There's no information of who. Like really writing other than John Watts is listed to be involved, which is the director of the last Spider-Man films. That's as much as we know. Oh, because that, that's the only thing I'm also a little bit confused now. Now that we're going to get a Loki season two. Wait, so where is King? Where are we going to get more King? Like, is it because he's going to be an Ant-Man, I guess, right? But that's, then season that's two the Loki. Thing. But, but how it, is the it, main bad? It could be all that happening? shit. It could be all that shit because time. It could was be he, all of that? Was he like, credited as Kang or the one who remains on this episode? Because I think I, he who remains was the way he was. He who he, was, he remains. Right. All right. 
Yeah, but also fuck around. Disney's so epic that they could be like, yo, people are going to look at the credits. It's calling me who remains. Like straight up, like just to fuck with us. They, yeah, yeah, that's maybe, totally possible. Yeah, maybe the first appearance of Kang proper is in the Ant-Man Quantum Mania. And yeah. oh, no, no, oh, go ahead, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. Because I just fucking thought of something. So this, I don't know if I'm just me speculating wildly or maybe just a little dab of Occam's razors, like scaling up the way we're going. In the next five years, maybe, no, no, in the next 10 years, we're going to get a proper Galactus event. Hell yes. Think about that. Because they have to go bigger than can't, like, like, you know what I mean? So, like, in the order of power, I see it as, like, Thanos with the gauntlet, Kang fucking with all of time and reality. Maybe Mephesto with, like, shit that has to do with, like, hell and shit like that. And then Galactus. A proper Feige driven Galactus. <laughs> Holy <laughs> fuck. Not to be a contrarian, which I usually am, but I put Kang over Galactus. What? Galactus threatens Earth. I'm with you. Yeah. Kang threatens the multiverse. No, 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 no. Kang, but that's the thing. Galactus doesn't threaten Earth. Galactus threatens the universe. No. It's not just Earth. No. Dude, he eats but, planets all the time. But he can't consume the universe because that's his sustenance. Yeah, he, he eats uh, but, planets but to stay alive. And then the other thing with Galactus, it's also he's not like evil. He does it. to it, it, He's a force of nature. He just needs to eat. You know, King I, is manipulating shit to do like he's more. It's more. I don't know. Yeah, I would say I mean, King oh, is I, above Galactus. But, I could see Galactus but, in a in a Fantastic Four movie. Like I'd probably be. Yeah, I, 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 I don't know, bro. On the low, I think you guys are wilding because remember, <laughs> I think I think that Galactus is older than Kang. Galactus's origin is he's the last survivor of the universe yeah, before yeah. the Big Bang. That yeah. shit matters, bro. I'm telling you, calling it. Yeah, he's yeah, a force of nature. Yeah. He's also a multiversal traveler. That's how yeah. he became, right? He landed into oh, the, word! the new Big Bang. Word! And he became yeah, Galactus. He's the sole survivor of ever. the other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Facts. Fuck, dude. This is just too much. Eventually, yo, we need time off to process all this shit. Hence the season finale. It's too much. We can't take it. I'm going to go cry in the fetal position. Wait, wait. All right. So, Chez, you gave it a 10. 10. I, I, I'm going to give this episode the finale. I'm going to give it. Fuck it. I'm going to give it a nine. Eight. I was going to go eight. All right. I was going to solid that nine. Really? Yeah, it it, it oh, was shit. like my, my third or fourth favorite episode. It wasn't like, you know, even in the top. The top is the the pilot or the first episode, then uh, the Journey into Mystery episode five, and maybe this one at three or maybe episode two, whatever. But the the the, the whole season, I'd give that like an eight point five. All right, and also just one more question before we call it best finale. Mm. Yo, friends, go to YouTube so you can see the thought. Enter Miguel <laughs> and Rod's eyes. Yeah. Yo, they stopped being on a podcast when I asked them. <laughs> Damn, that's a tough one. That's finesse. Fuck. I go Falcon Winter Soldier. Yo, I don't. Well, Damn, you're right. One. That was a good finale. That was, was kind of cheesy, episode. I thought. You're kind of cheesy. I, <laughs> I, I, I think I'm going to go with WandaVision. Hmm. Just because I, you know, it had a, a cool multiverse. I mean, this one had the biggest multiversal teaser, but that one had like the 
first one because it apparently leads into Doctor Strange too. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm in between. I don't know. I think I actually might even want to give it to this one just because of King and what it sets up and, and the bigger universe as a whole, I guess. But I don't know. I might have to. I don't know. Yeah, because WandaVision might have been the best because no, I'm going to go with WandaVision because, yo, remember that finale? She had to see her kids and her fucking vision die. And that was intense after battling Agatha Harkness epically. And then trapping her in that fucking Pleasantville fucking place like no that was epic and like we got Monica Rambeau being a badass too no I think WandaVision finale was the best so far and because you guys didn't like Falcon and the Winter Soldier the both of you are racist cancel Miguel cancel Rod and on that note fans (laughs) this is the season two finale love you gentlemen love you guys this is Chez we'll see you in a bit Catch us on Instagram, catch us on YouTube, all that usual nonsense. We love you. All that. That's right. This is Miguel. We'll see you guys soon. Peace out. That's right. Peace. Deuces. Legion on Zoom, starring and produced by Jose Perez, a.k.a. Chez, Rodney Martinez, and myself, Miguel Arce. Please subscribe on wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or shoot us an email at legiononzoom at gmail.com. And don't forget to follow us on social media at Legion on Zoom.